Welcome to Let Love, a podcast with the Sisters of Life. We invite you to join us for conversation, looking at life through the lens of love. You are loved, you are made in God's image, and your life matters. Let's talk about it. Hello, everyone. This is the Sisters of Life with the Let Love podcast. Great to be with you. My name is Sister Annie Maculay. I'm Sister Mary Grace. I'm Sister Veritas. And we are so happy to be with you again. Mm. Uh, we are in the second week of Advent. Is that right, everyone? It's correct. That's <laughs> what I remember. It's amazing. Um, I was thinking a little bit about <laughs> yesterday we had a snowfall. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. it was Which gorgeous. was so beautiful. Sister Mary Grace, when did mm. you first see snow? Mm. I'm a recent convert to snow. You know, snow was only fake in Australia. That's my experience of it. So we definitely had it, but it was kind of like the sprinkle, scattery, fake stuff, you know, because Santa usually came in, you know, when he would, when we would first see Santa, like growing up as kids, it was always beach setting. He comes in on a, on a, on a, on a, on a surfboard. Yeah. Yeah. Surfboard wow. or um, what do you call, we call them rubber duckies, but I can't think it's called an inflation boat here. Inflate, inflation boat. No. A float. Uh. <laughs> A raft? A flo- floatable boat? You know the uh, ones that have flotation device? Thank you, Sister Anna okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Inflation like device. A, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, a like raft. a flotation. Yeah. Like a, a boat that floats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has yeah. air in it. Yeah, yeah. We call them rubber duckies. That's <laughs> so cool. Cute. That's great. Yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. sweet. So Santa would come in on a rubber ducky around like, uh, yeah, the next beach around you'd see him come in because it was like peak summer. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yes, yeah, so a recent experience. So totally new to me. Wow. But you guys go a little bit further back. Oh, yeah. Grew up with snow? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we love snow. Yeah, it's amazing. Me and snow, we're like this. You yeah. can't see me do my fingers like close. this, but we're close. Yeah. Together. Yep. That's how I grew up, knowing about snow. Sometimes snow. it was too cold to snow. Mm, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, tell us about that. What do you, for those of us who didn't grow up with the cold or you avoid a cold at all costs, like what what do you love about the snow? It's so beautiful. Yeah. I think my favorite part about snow is that everything quiets down when it snows. Like it feels like all of earth is still when it snows. Like nothing, yeah, you can't hear anything, but you can hear the, yeah, the snow beneath your feet or sometimes you can feel or hear like the snowflakes hitting your hood or mm-hmm. your hat if you were in a hat. Um, there's something so still and beautiful about snow that, yeah, it just brings me back to my childhood and I love it. It was the best way to wake up yesterday. I loved it. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I love eating snow. Yeah. Get a big plate straight up. <laughs> well, no, no, with a condiment. Mm. Get a big plate of snow and then you pour <laughs> maple syrup on top of it. That's wow. amazing. And eat it with a spoon. What's it's, that cold? I don't know. But okay. It's so good. <laughs> Sounds like it should have a really awesome name. Like. Maple cone. Wow. Yeah. It's all about marketing. That's all. Wow. So it'd be basically like cold maple syrup. It's amazing. Mm. We should try it sometime. It's so, so just good. just a whole lot better. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. Yep. You don't think too hard about what's in the snow from the <laughs> environment, you know. <laughs> you, you know. Fresher the better, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as it lands. Forget about that. Yeah, the tri-state cool. area, I wouldn't recommend it. Definitely not. Too much pollution. <laughs> Definitely not. But... It's fabulous. That's yeah. great. It was beautiful, though, sister. Oh my gosh. Yes. Well, boy. speaking of things coming down from heaven, we're waiting <laughs> for the Lord to come. Wow, way to bring to it in, sister <laughs> Way to bring it in. Nicely you know, done. rend the heavens and come down, Lord, mm. just like the snow. Who's coming? Um, we'd love to pray with you all and just, yeah, open up scriptures a bit. So, yeah, perfect. Sister Veritas, I don't know if you'd be open to just open 
starting us in prayer? I would love to. Cool. <laughs> Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Lord Jesus. Jesus, we praise you. We bless your holy name. You're the Prince of Peace. You desire to give yourself to us in fullness. We thank you for seeing us, for coming to us, for calling our name, for revealing yourself to us. We ask you, Jesus, to come into every place in our hearts where there is unrest or lack of peace um, or suffering or pain in any way, Lord, that you come in and you speak your word to us, Jesus. Help us to receive you. Help us to know, um, to know your heart, to know who we are in your eyes. We entrust ourselves to you. We entrust our family and our friends and all our needs and intentions to you, to your sacred heart and to the heart of Mary. As we pray, hail Mary. Full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady, Queen of Peace, pray, pray for, for us. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. <clears throat> So this is the first reading from the second Sunday of Advent. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that her warfare is ended, that her iniquity is pardoned, that she is received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice cries, in the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in a desert the highway of our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain and hill shall be made low. The uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Go up to a high mountain, O Zion, herald of good news. Lift up your voice with strength, O Jerusalem, herald of good news. Lift up, fear not. Say to the cities of Judah, Behold your God. Behold, the Lord God comes with might, and his arm rules for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his recompense before him. He will tend his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms. He will carry them in his bosom, and gently lead those that are young. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. You read that so beautifully, sister. Yeah, that was so nice. I know. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> it's good. It's a beautiful one. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's so awesome. It's mm-hmm. so rich. Mm-hmm. I just want to say I discovered in preparing, or thinking about this, praying about this, that yeah. this part of Isaiah from chapter 40 on, um, it begins what's called the book of Con- the consolation of Israel, mm. which is really beautiful. And it's really um, words to the... Um, people of Israel who were in exile in Babylon, Mm. um, which is really, really beautiful. And what's also cool is Isaiah, the book uh, of Isaiah is known as, in a way, the fifth gospel. Wow. Mm. It's so It's got power. Yeah, it's Mm. so full of of the Lord, um, of the Messiah and his his coming. Yeah, you just want it to keep going on. Every line, you're like, more, more more comfort, more truth, more. It's awesome. Yeah. I remember a priest one time saying that – Sorry, never mind. I can't remember what the other essentials are. <laughs> I remember one of the essentials of Advent. He said the color purple, and the other one was Isaiah. I'm sure mm. there were other things, but mm-hmm. yeah, just the Isaiah is such a 
pathway, yeah, to the coming of the king, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Well, even too that you just said that like it's to a people of exile, and we know when we like comfort is never more comforting than when we're in exile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we experience some kind of lack or desert. It's like we're so we're like prime time for consolation at that mm-hmm. point. You're like, I need a word. I'm desperate for a word. Or like, I think of like the thirst of of those in the desert, where it's like you're. You've never been more in, yeah, the the thirst for water, like you've never been more desperate for, for a good glass of water. Like you're so, you're so aware of your parched mm-hmm. thirst for something. And it's almost like that in the same way. It's like these, I don't know, just thinking about these people in exile, it's like how comforting these words must have been. And just to be aware of, yeah, where do I need these truths spoken to my heart? You know, where do I, um, yeah, mm-hmm. where is this, where is this coming to me? Mm. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And so often when we feel in exile in our own lives or our relationships or wherever it is in, in our reality, like it's, it can also, there's an experience of loneliness, mm-hmm. of, of isolation. And it's like to be, our, our yearning is to be seen. And like, yeah, the comfort, the comfort he speaks, you mm-hmm. know, I, I'm just struck by the line, speak tenderly to Jerusalem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. This, this intimate tenderness, you know, mm-hmm. and I was thinking of my, my wonderful little sister. I have two little sisters, but one is much younger than me. And I really, um, she was, mm. I was 14 when she was born and it was really fun. It was kind of like being a second mom to her, mm. you know, mm-hmm. as she grew up, but like there's, you do like you speak so tenderly, you know, and like, yeah. and use like all the pet names, like uh-huh. sweetie muffin, and, you know, like that's where that came from. Dump, <laughs> dumpling. And, you know, <laughs> She had one name, Scientific. It was very cute. Oh, <laughs> it was dear. so sweet. But like all the pet names, like it's like this mm. tenderness mm. of and and there's a there's a being known when one is spoken to tenderly, mm. and it's such a comfort that I am known. Mm. You know, and just thinking of like I, I like thinking of the speak tenderly to Jerusalem, and almost like the Lord imagining the Lord calling Jerusalem like by like sweet pet names. You know, oh. like it's really <laughs> lovely. So, yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's so dear. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so great. It's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And then I was thinking, yeah. well, it keeps continuing, like proclaim to her that uh, the, I think the translation we read was mm-hmm. the warfare is at an end. Yeah. Another translation is her service is at an end. Mm. Her guilt is expiated. But like, I was just thinking of like mm. this idea of like, you're done, you're free. Like you don't have to worry about it anymore, you know? And just mm. thinking, like, just imagine right now, like all the burdens, like imagine if all the burdens you're carrying right now, just think of them, just take a moment. Mm. And imagine if they were all gone, like lifted from you. Like mm. you didn't have to worry about that financial thing or that relationship or that misspoken word or like whatever, that that suffering of your heart. It was like all resolved. Mm. It, like in an instant, it's like, <gasps> what would that be like? Like liberation, mm. um, freedom, peace. Mm. Um, yeah. That's just a relief even to think about. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. 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 And I think you said it before. It was really moving when you're like, what do you wish would be true? Mm. You know, like even like, as we listen to these truths, like, you know, what if the Lord could, you know, um, what does he say? What if that mountain, whatever that is in your life, that seems insum- unsurmountable, would it be made low in an instant? Mm. You know, whatever seems like that's the impossible for me. Like mm-hmm. what if God had the power to make that literally disappear and mm. immediately mm-hmm. and just to let our hearts ponder, like if God, if this is true, what he is saying, then what, what a relief, what a, what good news there is. I love it. 
even giving our hearts yep. a chance to consider like, yep. what if that was really true what God's saying? Yep. That mountain gone. Yep. Like, oh my gosh, even just to give our hearts the permission to consider yep. God's power. Wow. And yeah. it's true. Like, mm-hmm. that's a beautiful thing. You know, we've been right. talking about this a little bit that like, I mean, we were talking a little about um, just the Holy Spirit recently, but yeah, but just, yeah, like who is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit, I mean, Holy Spirit is, you know, big and does everything. The Holy Spirit creates mm. out of nothing. The Holy Spirit um, is the power of God, the love of God, but the Holy Spirit is a comforter, consoler, uh, but he's the one who does all of this. And mm-hmm. he, the Holy Spirit makes the impossible possible, you mm. know? And I love just what yes. you're saying, even giving your heart permission, it's like it rekindles this faith in who God is and actually mm. what he promises. Um, and it, I think it just stirs up hope in my heart yep. as you're talking, like it's this renewal of hope and and honestly excitement of like, wow, what if I actually believe that the God that I worship can work miracles in my life and actually wants yes. to and intends mm. to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't have to be afraid of my desires for big things because God actually might be putting them there so that he can fulfill them and do these huge things yes. in my life. Um, but it takes yes. faith, you know, and it takes hope mm. to believe that. But I, I love just, yeah, the mm-hmm. permission you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm reading a book too. Forgive me. I can't remember the title of it, but I think it's mother, the redeemer. Mm-hmm. Yes. I sat in your pew. Yeah. <laughs> That is awesome. Don't touch it. <laughs> Grab it. It's awesome though. But it it Lagrange, I think. Father Lagrange. Lagrange. Thank you, thank you. And he was basically saying like, Mary is the mother of the Redeemer, not just because of um, yes, she was immaculate, but not just because she was mother by um, by giving birth to Jesus physically. She was first and foremost mother because she believed in the Redeemer and everything the Redeemer pitched to her, she believed. And that's what made her so powerful. Yeah. It wasn't like, I mean, she was immaculate and perfect, but mm-hmm. actually her greatest strength mm-hmm. was actually that she just put all her strength in what God said. Wow. Like yeah. that she actually was just like, I think she's the most relatable woman in the world. Let's say it. She was most human but she also just knew the space and the room that God wanted to take up in her heart. And she said, yes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, she just knew where the power came from mm-hmm. and lived from that freely. Yep. We struggle with it. All yep. of us do day in, day out. But it's like, actually, it's not mm-hmm. that I struggle less, but that I believe more in the in the strength that's being offered me every moment of the day. Yep. That's she's awesome. so cool. That's yeah. awesome. You know, she mm-hmm. she's Mother Redeemer and staked herself in the Savior. Yep. Cool. She believed that nothing was impossible for God mm. and staked her life on that mm-hmm. yep. and lived every day according to that truth. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that had the power to move mountains. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it just it just highlights this middle this middle section in the reading where this description, I love this description where it's it's talking about what what happens, mm-hmm. like the the effect of faith here. We have in the desert, so we're starting in the desert. Um what happens? Uh, the wasteland is made a highway. Valleys are filled in. Mountains low. Rugged lands plain. Rough country into a broad valley. Um, and then the glory of the Lord should be revealed. Here we have this picture of like the Lord is on his way to us. He's constantly pursuing us, right? He's mm. on the approach. He's coming. <laughs> whether, whether we're ready or not, the Lord is constantly approaching us. And Advent is this radical invitation to say everything that is in the way of that gaze, mm-hmm. let's look at it. Mm. Let's lower it. Let's widen it. Let us get rid of and highlight anything that is an obstacle to this person of peace who is coming. Mm. And how can we, yeah, how can we, how can we allow this pursuit to meet us where we are? 
Which is awesome because it's terrifying that, I mean, you were saying it too, remember? We were saying that that little description is kind of like, whoa, it's a little intense. I'm scared, yeah. (laughs) It's kind of like our neighbor's backyard. They just tore down the house and really flattened the ground. It's amazing. Yeah. But it's like it's a... It's like a clearance of the vision, so mm-hmm. we can point out the peacemaker mm-hmm. who who is who is approaching us. Mm-hmm. You know? Another T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, what is in that way? That mountain. Talk to me about that mountain. Yeah. Let's yeah. lower that thing. That void in your heart that is a need. Let's fill it up. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. It's so awesome. You know, what makes mm-hmm. me think of. Tell us. The great sand dunes in Colorado. Yeah, I had the same thought. I'm so glad. just kidding. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Tell us about that. It's so well. We all went, you know, mm. um, a couple of weeks ago. So there's like these great. They're called the great sand dunes. They are great. Brightly, they're spoken. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But it's like just imagine at the base of the snow-capped Rocky Mountains. Mm. There's basically like a mini Sahara desert. Yeah, it's wild. It's amazing. Like it's literally like miles of like small mountain-sized sand dunes mm-hmm. for miles mm-hmm. and going there like I, i'd heard it was awesome we, and we all went and it literally was like walking into aladdin yeah like, you're like, it's so just nice. like that it's like is this real like literally yeah. like like sand like mountains of sand how do i yeah. get across yeah. mountains of sand dunes and it's like you're you feel like you can't see anything but the sand and it's just it's hard to walk like it's mm-hmm. Yeah. But you two, I have to say, kudos because <laughs> so the three of us, Sister Catherine Joy and Sister Lumen Glory and myself, we took a slightly slower route, you know. But these two were <laughs> to enjoy it from every angle. <laughs> were amazing. Like you ran. It was you so ran. It was awesome. Fun. It was, awesome. It was oh amazing. It was hard. It, it was, was awesome. also incredibly difficult. Yep. Like yep. as you're taking a leap up, you almost like slide down half. Like you take two steps and you sl- and you slide down a step. <laughs> yep. Every time, so you're kind of ascending but going backwards at the same time. Like you're definitely working overtime. Yep. Yeah. But it's amazing. Yep. Yeah. It was, I mean, and the view from up top was unbelievable. And it was kind of surreal, as you're saying, like you're looking at snow capped mountains and your feet are buried in sand. Yeah. Yeah. You're like in the sun, but it's cold. Yeah. But the view from the top of those sand dunes was, it was surreal. It kept going too. We didn't even make it. I mean, we we got to a top, but there were like many summits, which was cool. It's and it took like forty minutes for you yeah. to summit. Yep. And yep. like we us three who are a little behind you. <laughs> but it was like little we could just see like little white little figures dots. like wow. we're like we're cheering you on. But at certain points, like you would go down, like we didn't realize there was like a downhill part. Yeah. And all of a sudden we, we couldn't see you. Mm. And then you like pop up little white figures and down again. And we're like, but I, it makes, it made me think of this <laughs> passage. Cause it's like, yeah, why does it matter so much that the mountains are laid low and the valleys are filled? Cause it's like, you do lose sight yes. of people when you're walking. Like we really couldn't see you. Yeah. Um, so it was so, yeah, such an image for me of yep. why, why this matters, why it's yep. so important. And then also one other cool fact I learned, which is amazing. Tell us. <laughs> so the sand dunes, they say, are constantly changing um, formation because mm. of the wind. Ooh. So the wind literally shifts the landscape of the sand dunes wow. um, over time. And so every time you go back, it's going to be different, mm. which is so cool. But I was mm. thinking about this when it says, you know, like mm. in the desert, you know, uh, make a, a highway for our God. Yes. Prepare the way of the Lord. Well, it's like, I can't, I mean, having been there, mm-hmm. there ain't no way with me and a sand shovel. Like I can, I can <laughs> yes. make a highway. Like I, there's no way. <laughs> like, That's I a great image. I can't it dig a highway. Like yeah. it's not physically possible. Yeah. I would perish, mm. you know, but like 
what what is, it's almost like what is the invitation here it's like who makes the highway it's the wind mm-hmm. it's the holy spirit mm-hmm. so like you to let him give him permission to actually blow mm-hmm. and, and make a highway in my heart move the sand dunes of my mm-hmm. heart level level the mountains fill the valleys mm-hmm. like only he can do that mm-hmm. it, this yes. is beyond my strength mm-hmm. yeah but it's me letting him mm-hmm. giving him permission mm-hmm. um and I hear so it too. It's like, a, it's it, here we're finding an invitation to a conversation mm-hmm. where it's like, we're, we're naming these things like the mountains or the, the valleys, uh, the roughness. It's like, God is just helping us sit and see in our hearts. What's obstructing the view of him, mm-hmm. how the, wh- what's preventing this wind to come in. So even just the fact that, yeah, it's just so relieving. As you say, it's like the spirit that moves in these places, it's the spirit that moves the mountains. Like God's not expecting me to go and push this thing or, or find what's wrong and deal with it. He's like, let's have a conversation about that. Like, mm-hmm. let's start right there. Bring that to me. Call, call the Holy Spirit to help you out in that place. Mm-hmm. Just an invitation to a new conversation. Mm-hmm. Jesus, there's a mountain there. What next? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, but being, yeah, asking for the grace to see it, to yep. see what's uh, getting in the view. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of the good news that comes right after this. Because yeah. when you do hear this, I mean, when I was reading it, I'm like, wow, this is <laughs> it's a little intense. But then it's, yeah, it's just talking about the good news and the proclamation of this. Um, and it is good news. Like, it's such good news that there is someone taking care of us at every moment and that sees every angle of our heart that we don't even see and we don't even know mm-hmm. how to take care of. Um, and someone who comes in with his strong arm, you know, and it's, but it's not like this forceful... Um, yeah, like thrashing through yeah. mountains or something. Um, the Lord's strength, what does it say? It says, he rules by his strong arm. Um, but then what follows is like a shepherd, he feeds his flocks. In his arms, he gathers the lambs, carrying them mm. in his bosom. So mm. the Lord's strength mm. is so that he can carry us. That's good news. Mm. I need to be carried desperately. You know, mm. I have so, you know, we first of all carry so much just in our own hearts, but that the Lord's strength is so that he can hold us and he can provide for us and he can carry us like little ones. Um, Mm. And that I think is the proclamation of the good news, part of the proclamation of the good news um, in this scripture. Mm -hmm. Like a little lamb. Like a little lamb. It's kind of like, it's kind of like going down the sand dunes. Yeah. Just as you're talking, I'm like, you know, you get to the mountain top of the sand dune and you're exhausted. I mean, (laughs) Sister Anne and I, I mean, we did get there, but we struggled. Really? I mean, we we stopped a lot. Yeah. We We were, I, both of us were on all fours at one point. I mean, it was kind of quite a sight, Um, (laughs) but we made it. And it was, I mean, the view was amazing. Yep. But what was incomparable was the way down. Yeah, it was awesome. When that ma- literally, when that mountain came down as we went down, it was unbelievable. So you like your, I mean, you just we just took off running. Yep. And wow. so you can imagine the two of us. I mean, we were screaming the whole time. We kind of became like parachutes. It was, it was a little was bit dangerous. <laughs> but we just beelined down this this sand dune, and I mean, gravity's pulling you, but the sand's like collapsing under you. So you kind of felt like you were running down but on the moon like lunging (laughs) like floating like we flew down that mountain yep like i think it took 40 minutes to ascend and four minutes to get down yeah it was unbelievable we were shocked yeah (laughs) it was amazing but i think it's this experience of Mm. like yeah there's a there there is a suffering and a sacrifice that god is inviting us into this advent Mm -hmm. like let's be real there's Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. god is showing us real obstructions in our lives things that are stopping things moving voids like these are these are difficult things to be aware of Um, but there is always, there's always a proclamation of good news after there's, um, noticing where it needs to be spoken to, you know, it's, um, there's always a downhill run. 
with the Lord. He doesn't leave us at the top of the mountain overwhelmed <laughs> and he doesn't leave us halfway up. He's like, get there and then and then the Lord does his work and there's a joy to it. There's mm. a beauty to it and actually there's a lightness to it because what? The Father's actually doing all the hard work. Yep. Mm. That's the truth of it. Amen. Mm. I, I like that. that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so powerful. Mm. And even like the fact that you're saying like he – yeah, like he's doing the hard work. He's carrying us. He's carrying us in his bosom. And I was I was struck because mm. in, the, in the prologue of John, it talks about how no one has ever seen God, the only son who is in the bosom of the father. He has made him known. And it's like, wow. And like the mm. Lord holds us, you know, in his bosom. It's like, that's amazing. That's amazing. Mm. He doesn't talk about that like with the angels. Mm. He talks about that with us. Mm. It's really special. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah, that we're carried and we it's so cool. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. And it's like good news that you want to like proclaim to the whole world. Like, mm-hmm. do, do, you, do people know this? Like we want to mm-hmm. tell everybody, like yeah. this is the best thing that could possibly happen, mm-hmm. you know, Yeah, that our God comes to save us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're reminding me of, yeah, you know, the son that struggles with the merciful father and that, you know, this, the wayward son returns and then the, the jealous son kind of sends to his father, <clears throat> you know, what about me? I've been here all along, you know, and the, and the father's response to it is like, you know, all that I have is yours. Mm. And that actually in in relationship with Jesus, surrendering to him, like the father is just, we're not an add-on to Jesus. He literally, the father looks at us like he looks at Jesus. Mm. The one he's holding in his arms is, is we take, we take up residence in the father's arms too. So you know, beautiful. it's like, it, literally it's Jesus, not like I'm giving you a portion of this. Like, yeah. you know, mm. feel what it's like for a day or two. He's like, come into the bosom of the father. Mm. Um, yeah, there's, He's holding nothing back. It's so awesome. I want mm, that. Beautiful. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. And I was, I mean, I'm just thinking too, like, yeah. Yeah. Like that, like, it's like the best news ever. Isn't it? Like he wants, we're, we're in the bosom of the father. And like, I mean, it says in that the last mm. paragraph or the second part, like go up to a high mountain, <laughs> which is like exactly what we're talking about the sand dunes. Like go to the Ooh. high mountain, and what do you want to do? You're so filled with exaltation. It's like mm. praise you, Jesus. Like mm-hmm. this is so awesome, and you want to just at the top of your voice, which we we did do that. Um, <laughs> we did, but like cry out, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like this is. I want everyone to know this, and it makes me think of a story mm-hmm. I just heard recently of one of our sisters, Sister Talitha, who went home and visited her family, and her little niece was mm. like. Um, she was talking to sister Talitha and, and sister was saying like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, I, I live with Jesus and her niece is like, I don't know, like five. She's like, what <laughs> you live with Jesus? Mm. Like the real Jesus. And sister Talitha's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's, mm. he's in our chapel. She's like, what you live with the real Jesus. So the whole rest of the family visit, she would like introduce sister to like the friends and people. Mm. She's like, this is sister Talitha. She lives with the real Jesus. <laughs> like, but it's like That's so awesome. awesome. It's so beautiful. It's so great. It's true though. Amen. Children. Oh yeah. my gosh. It's like, yeah, it's like huh. Isaiah saying, here is your God. Like, hello. hello. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes me think of another story. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it, sister. Yeah, you got the best on. ones. I remember. I feel like this is story time. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. This is so good. This is fun. It's great. Tell us That's more. So great. Well, I remembered when I lived at Sacred Heart Convent <laughs> in the city of Manhattan. <laughs> there is this man yeah. who's homeless man. His name was Billy. I might have spoken to him before in one of the other episodes. Forgive me if I have. 
Yeah. But his name was Billy. And he had a little bit of a, a head injury. Like mm. like his, his skull was kind of... Wow. Someone had hit him very hard, but it was kind of permanently damaged. But just like a really vibrant, mm. joyful soul. Mm. But he didn't have anything. He was kind of in rags. And we would talk to him and we were friends with him. Um, and try to help him as we could. But I remember just this image of him walking in Manhattan and he was walking past this truffle store, which I don't know if you know what, about truffles, mm-hmm. but they, <laughs> they are like really special exotic um, fungus, fungi. Wow. Oh yes. That grow like, in, mm. especially like in France, very yes, famous yes. for France, but like, like, like really special mushrooms that people buy mm. and tr- you can have truffle paste and all that, but they sell for like thousands of dollars. Oh, like, my. like some are like, I've heard of one for $10,000. You oh buy gosh. this special truffle. Anyway. So I, I had this powerful image of, Billy walking past this elite truffle shop in Manhattan with it's like these truffles are like on diamond platters, like in the windows, like it's mm-hmm. amazing. And he is dressed in t- tatters and rags. Mm-hmm. And he was singing at the top of his voice, Christmas carols, mm-hmm. like claiming that the Lord is coming. The Lord has come, come Emmanuel. Wow. And it was like this paradox of these glorified huh. funguses on diamond platters. <laughs> yeah. Um, but actually like the diamond of his heart, like singing that God is coming. He's mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. He's come for us. He's come to save us. Mm-hmm. It was, it, I'll never forget it actually. Cause it was, it was so powerful. And it was like this image of crying yeah. on the top of the mountains. Mm-hmm. He's come here is your God mm-hmm. and everything else pales. kind of pales. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In comparison, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, which was amazing. He had the true treasure. Yep. Yeah. He had the true treasure. Yeah. He's listening to the right story. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's awesome. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Thanks. <laughs> Always wanted to tell my truffle story. <laughs> so <I'm kidding. laughs> They have special pigs in France who root for the truffles. Oh, yeah? <laughs> really? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. amazing. I saw. Sorry. I got lost on the 10,000. I was like, you could do so much other things. No kidding. Yeah, fungus truffle. Do people eat them? Yeah, they're delicacy. Wow. Oh, my God. It's food. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yes. I've just never heard of fungi truffles. That's, a, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, wow. sorry, I am digressing from our conversation. No, I think, it's but it's really um, but that is that's that's a really, striking image, though, isn't yep. it? I I, I was so awesome. moved. Yep. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. It was uh, powerful. Yeah, <laughs> but could I mean, might we all be like Billy? You Amen. Know? Yeah. Amen. Coming to the world, the truth. Amen. Mm. Recklessly, fearlessly. Yeah. yeah, and like that little girl, like. Yeah, when do we get when do we get used to the most important things right around us? Mm. You know, Advent kind of goes back to basics, right? You know, I mean, even the fact that God even chose like the the simple, most familiar setting of a family to reveal the biggest, the best news in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's um, everything's within reach. The mystery is in yep. within reach. Yeah, it's ordinary and extraordinary all at the same time. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's like nice. not to be afraid to look for these awesome things that we're reading about. Yeah, within yeah. the grasp of our own homes, our lives, our halls, our yeah, our kitchens, walking on the streets. It's like God That's is awesome. on loudspeaker if we're mm. only willing to look a little more. Mm. Mm. It's like the Lord asking us to wake up. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. Makes me think of like stories of John Paul II when he would go to the chapel and people mm. would find him like prostrate for mm. hours before the Blessed Sacrament. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't know why it makes you think of that. <laughs> 
<laughs> Keep going. I'm sorry. I don't know why it makes sense. But that's like, what you're thinking yeah. of. <laughs> Tell me more about that. There's more. It's totally connected. Keep going. I just, to me, it's like, yeah. that is a man who believes that God is before right. him. That is a man who looks Amen. at something that looks so ordinary or like that seemingly, I mean, he's the Pope. Like how many times does he pray a day? A lot, you know? Mm. But this is a man who literally walks by a chapel and is convicted to mm-hmm. lay prostrate before mm-hmm. his God. Mm-hmm. That's the Magi, you know, mm-hmm. before yes. our Lord and King. Mm-hmm. Yes. So for me, huh. when I hear those stories, it's so convicting. It's like, wow, do I feel that way when I walk into a chapel? You know, um, do I live that way in my heart where I want to bow down and worship my God? I want to give him everything. I want to open mm. my heart up more. Do I believe in the power of the Holy Spirit and what he wants to do in my heart? I want it. I want more of that. Mm. Hmm. I love that. Mine's what you said earlier. Yeah. Do I believe the impossible is possible? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do I actually, because that's what God promises from the beginning of the gospels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing is impossible for God. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, but like to really let these truths, yeah, reflect in our lives. It's like, mm-hmm. what is impossible that, oh my goodness, I wish were possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And letting that be the start place of our prayer rather than something we don't dare to approach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And do I really believe he wants to give me peace mm-hmm. and that he yeah. can and that he will, mm-hmm. actually? Mm-hmm. And yeah, that it's kind of like- peace is possible. That peace is possible. And, mm-hmm. and even as you're, you're both mm-hmm. said like this, these mountains that seem impossible. Yes. Like, or this place of peace, this place of lack of peace that seems yep. like, how can peace ever come into this? Yeah. Yes. But actually trusting and like laying ourselves before the Lord mm-hmm. and trusting he will do it. Mm-hmm. And he wants to. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I just love too that the Lord gives us this word in the setting of a desert. Mm-hmm. You know, we'd mentioned it before. Like mm-hmm. this is, this is what it looks like. And the desert is what the desert is the place that I got nothing but God is promising something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like these places, like, I don't have anything here. I'm at my, I'm at the dead end here, or I don't know how this is going to move, or I can't deal with this situa- situation anymore, or I actually don't know how to proceed in this way. It's this beautiful, good, relieving news of like, okay, let's pray. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jesus, what now? Like yeah. the desert, God has something there, mm-hmm. which is, yeah, good news. It's amazing. But he's not afraid to go there. He's like, let's start in the desert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all want to get to fresh and green pastures. We want to get those mountaintops. Yeah. He's like, we're going to get there, but let's talk about the desert. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what? It's so yeah. true. Most of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> if we're real, the, our, our humanity is in great need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's not a problem to God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he wants to bring good news there. Like right, he wants yeah. to proclaim good news over all that, all those places of our hearts. Yeah. Everything. And like, and his good news, it makes everything beautiful. Mm. Like, I mean, even even I was just struck by um, mm. where it says like go up to a high mountain Zion, herald of glad tidings. Like that whole section um, is is referring, and you look in the like the footnotes. It's actually referring to a lot of other sections of scripture where it talks about um, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. Mm. Mm. It's amazing. But I was I was just thinking about this because like especially in ancient times, like <laughs> feet were particularly disgusting (laughs) like it was illegal for a slave to wash the feet of his master Mm. that's how low and Mm. and not okay it was like it was unacceptable unacceptable to to touch another's feet in that way it was just like beyond below your dignity and so the fact that it's like how beauty back how beautiful are the feet you know like (laughs) this yeah um Mm. like this good news it, it transforms everything into beauty like I actually become, I'm transformed into, 
into the good news that is spoken to me, into the good news that I preach, into like it's like because we're we're transformed into into Him, mm. in union with Him, and mm. so like even my feet become beautiful, beautiful because I bring the good news. I mean, it's like a radical statement, actually. Yeah. That is cool, which cool. is awesome. But it's it's like what He's doing in the desert, mm-hmm. He's doing to us and mm-hmm. our our persons, our beings, mm-hmm. um, mm. the desert of our heart. Mm-hmm. He's He's bringing beauty. I love and that's rev- like the last the last place you expect beauty to come. Yeah, yep. He's putting first, yeah. first yeah. place. Yeah, and he's revealing the beauty that's there that we can't see because it's been muddied by, you know, mm-hmm. all these things, all mm-hmm. lies we believe about ourselves, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But it's just so cool. Yeah, that is awesome. I love yeah. that. <laughs> no, that's so beautiful. I love it, sister. Um, wow. Well, we're coming to the end here. I love. I wonder, do y'all have challenges for the week for everyone? Ooh. Well, I I might I might have one. I think that I'm receiving a challenge to my own heart. I just, I just think because this gospel is like eliciting, you know, things, things that prevent this, this pathway of peace coming in. Right. So we're mm. kind of, yeah, just seeing a lot of, whether it be mountains or voids of need or yeah, rough places. Um, I think just an invitation to, as soon as you notice them, or, I mean, we're all aware of the things that get in the way to it, to really just make it a prayer right away. Like Jesus make a way to the manger here. And actually, yeah, and just an invitation to invite the Lord into it as soon as we think of it, um, as early as we can catch ourselves. You know, I'm always catching myself a little bit too late. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to climb the mountain on my own. But but the earlier we can, just ask the Lord, give him permission to come to this place, make a way to the manger here, Jesus, wow. wherever it comes up. And especially in the ways that I think this gospel has made known to us, you know, things that seem unsurmountable, voids that seem so deep and gaping and open. <clears throat> needs that we don't know how are going to be met. Jesus, make a way to the manger here. Um, yeah, just give yourself permission to say that prayer because I sure will be. <laughs> it's awesome. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the alliteration too. Thanks. Nice. It helps my yeah. memory. <laughs> Maybe a challenge this week. Um, I know my own heart. Yeah, just I love it, sister. That's beautiful. Just talking about all this, these things that we want to bring to the Lord and yeah, ask the Lord to make a way. I'm... Yeah, so I would just, I don't know, I think I would just invite you this week just to turn to Our Lady and maybe every day to just um, just ask her um, to help you to pray for impossible things in your life. Um, Mary believed the impossible was possible by the power of the Holy Spirit because she saw it done within her and she lived by that truth every day. Um, so just to lean on Our Lady in a particular way this week, um, to ask her to give you the courage and the hope to pray for impossible things and watch God work miracles in your life. Mm. Awesome. Amen. I love that. <clears throat> you know, my challenge might not seem totally related, but trust me, it's going to bless you. Yeah. I heard this quote from Teresa of Avila that the greatest, one of the greatest enemies to contemplation this is awesome. or prayer is tiredness. <laughs> so I just want to encourage you for your challenge, actually, especially noticing if you're tired or you're going to have a habit of tiredness and not getting us sleep. I just, I, I challenge you this week. I challenge all of us this week to actually get more sleep, like make a point. It's, it takes courage to like, have another hour of sleep mm-hmm. that night or, mm-hmm. or two hours or take a nap because actually often all the things that are like rising up against us or you know filling our our minds with worry or things like that it, it's amazing what happens when you like give it to Jesus and then get the sleep you need and how and like 
like, Jesus, please resolve these things. I can't do them. Mm. And like how much he, he does when we like surrender to him. And, and even in something as simple and human as just, I'm going to sleep now because I'm so tired. And we'll find that we can pray better and think better. Mm-hmm. And that the, the deserts, the, the, the highway is clearer and the valleys are, are filled in more and the mountains mm-hmm. are lower um, when we have a little bit more sleep. I really like that. I love it too. Thanks. That's <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> That's, <Yeah>. beautiful. <laughs> That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is actually powerful. I love it. Mm. Awesome. Well, why don't we just close in prayer together and Sounds entrust it all to the Lord. Awesome. Awesome. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Blessed Mother, we turn our hearts to you as we ask for the grace to receive Jesus this Christmas in deeper and fuller ways. We ask for your intercession and your presence to our hearts. Give us the courage to pray for the impossible, to believe in faith that God will work miracles in our hearts. Holy Spirit, we turn to you. We ask you who are comforter, you who are consoler, you who transform our hearts, you who level the mountains and fill in the valleys. We invite you to come in new ways. We give you permission. We are open to you. And Lord, we ask for the grace this week to pray boldly and to entrust ourselves entirely to you. We ask this in your name and through the intercession of our Blessed Virgin Mary. Amen. 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 Father, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Good to be together. Yeah, great to be with you. Have a great day. God bless. God bless you. This was Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life, a religious community of women consecrated for the protection of the sacredness of human life. Be assured of our prayers and learn more at sistersoflife.org.